Is that what on earth is that trophy? Fern Bay. Must be league winners, right? It's not the FA Cup, surely. <laughs> <laughs> I know where. Why would it be here? I'd imagine to get a photo of that. Hello and welcome to the Two Boys One Cup podcast. Today we travel to the Safety Net Stadium to see our beloved Rams take on Herne Bay FC. Hello Alex, how are you? Good thanks mate. Good to be back on the pod. Yeah, round two. Uh, how do we feel about being official podcasters? Yeah, I'm not sure how the first one went. I was t- my one bit of feedback given to me through the people who listened to it said I didn't enunciate properly, so you might hear me sounding very posh today. I've only showed it to my mum, and she said it's great. She absolutely loved it. She said, uh, it's great you're following Virginia Water FC, which means she probably didn't, didn't listen, listen to, to the full extent of it. Yeah, listen to it all the way through. Because uh, anybody who has forgotten, we are now following Croydon FC, who beat Virginia Water in the first uh Podcast, first episode. Yep, the Mighty and it, Rams. And this week, who did they travel to see and we followed them? We went to see Hearn Bay FC, which uh, I was right, is in Kent. Um, and it was, I don't give you spoilers away, a pretty great game, actually. Unbelievable game. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen a better live game. I don't really? <laughs> well, on telly, obviously, but yeah. live, actually, at the ground. I thought yeah. it was brilliant. Uh, I have seen better games but it was very what good what game was better than you've seen uh, I saw Spurs play Southampton and we won I think it's 5-3 and Kane got a hat-trick do you know when Kane broke the record for most calendar year goals no I don't I don't care about Premier League football anymore oh ok fine you're past that are you yeah you, were, well, no, you, just, you were just watching United versus Southampton so, yeah I'm yeah. not talking to you you your neck in we're both in pretty poor state aren't we uh, you're, you sound worse than I do yeah I hope my voice sounds sexy yeah. Do you think it sounds sexy? Uh, I don't know, but then I'm, I'm not a young lady who listens to radio uh, presenters. Yeah, and not many young ladies seem to find it sexy. I think it's good that you're on the radio because you're obviously quite ugly. So yeah, I think, of course, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think if any, any chance you get a girl is by the radio, by the grace of radio. And also, whilst the voice might sound sexy, the snot is not. So. No, yeah, sadly. And the sniff, yeah, I mean, I apologise if, if there's lots of sniffling and coughing and wheezing and I've got to keep drinking because my throat is so dry that it's like sandpaper yeah well this could be this could be the end of it then this could be the last the second and last episode because all the listeners <laughs> all turned off give anyway, up see you next week bye you sound fucking horrible but hopefully not um, yeah we enjoyed the game didn't we it was an excellent match yeah I, um, I don't know which we were kind of the journey itself we went from Victoria to Herne Bay which actually looked quite a nice train journey along the coast um so I saw a castle. You saw a castle. I was in the toilet when you saw the castle. I came oh. out of the toilet and you said there was a castle, and I was gutted. Having just said it, it was one of the best games I've ever seen live. The castle potentially was a highlight. It yeah, was gorgeous, yeah. and you were in, you were in the shitter. Yeah, and the shitter came out, and uh, you, your like, face was like you've you, just missed the best castle. That was <laughs> I think Rochester. So it was a yeah, it was not quite nice getting a train down the coast. Yeah, um, it was only what thirteen quid for me with a rail yeah. car, twenty quid for you. Yeah, so it was not a bad journey, and it also just, it was like a nice bank holiday, so for like all the tourists throughout. Uh, gorgeous just, day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so it, hot, absolutely roasting. It's actually quite well. Well, we got there. Um, Herne Bay is on the coast, and it, it was really nice. Actually, a really lovely pier, proper like vintage British seaside town, uh, which we didn't have enough time to explore, sadly. So I think we had to rush to the game. But um, I would recommend anyone going there for football or otherwise. 
Yeah, it was a gorgeous day. It was very busy down by the beach, but it was lovely, and we had some fish and chips. We did. So we went to Mushy, Mushy Peas Fish and Chips. Um, we wanted to go to Dean's Place. Yeah. I'll let the listeners work out how, uh, how, how Dean spelled it. P-L-A-I-C-E. Yeah, exactly. Well, Alex has bought it there, but yeah. That's how Dean chose to spell it. And um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty clever. But Dean's Place was literally, Alex will tell you, it was... The queue was out the door. It was ridiculous, yeah. It was it, like Black Friday. Yeah. I don't know what Dean... They got an offer on fish and chips. Either that or Dean just every day smashes it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we we went to the place next door, which was also good. I don't want to slag off the place next door. It was really good. But empty. But empty. <laughs> um, and everyone was obviously glad to see us. Because obviously Dean usually takes all the business. It's probably enough about the town, Jack. Don't you think we should start talking about the game? Yes. Uh, let's Before we talk about the game, let's dive into the history of the clubs. What do you know a lot about AFC Croydon? We don't know much about our new club, Herne Bay. Yeah, we've got to learn about Herne Bay, haven't we? I think. Don't you think we should have like an alarm or a, a klaxon or a maybe jingle, maybe for a new club jingle? A new club. Yeah, that could be good. Should uh, we make one after the episode? Yes, we'll we'll go into a garage band and build one. In fact, let's drop it in now. New club. New club. New club. New club. New club. Occupying 11th place in the southeast division of the Isthmian League, the club were founded way back in 1886 and are nicknamed the Bay. They play in blue and white, and the stadium is called the Safety Net Stadium. The town of Hearn Bay took its name from the neighbouring village of Hearn. One of the town's most famous residents included BBC scriptwriter Anthony Coburn, who might have been one of the people who conceived the idea of the police box as a time machine in Doctor Who. That's shit. That's ridiculous, isn't it? He might have been. Imagine that being your town's most famous person. <laughs> it's one of the one of the people as well. It's like the, not even, <laughs> one of the people who the might have conceived the idea for the Yeah, pop. and I bet you there's one guy in that group who really came up with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many people does it Anthony take? Anthony fucking Coburn is trying to Did, steal his ideas. There's six lads who all kind of said it at once. And there's, one, yeah, yeah. And there's a few people come up with it. <laughs> so he's, let's put a time box in a time <laughs> a police box in a time box. Someone said, let's put it in a phone box. And then there's some other guy. Does that guy say put it in the phone box? Some other guy shouts over him. Police box and basically takes all the credit, probably. It was me, my idea. And I live in Herne Bay, remember that? Uh, that's quite an old club. Another old non league club. Yeah, 1886. It? Considering AFC Croydon Athletic was what, 2012? Yeah. He's a, it's a, it's, you know, the sort of old guard versus the Nick. It's a mismatch, isn't it? Yeah, it's West Egg versus East Egg. That's a little literary reference there. Yeah, well, it was a, a brilliant game nonetheless, wasn't it? I think. Should we start talking about the game? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Started off really well. Corden scored early on. Yeah. Uh, a bit of a fumble by the keeper. Um, it was a nice sort of surprise because obviously last week it was a 1-0. Um, and then Corden piled it on a bit more and scored, well, let's play the audio. That was unbelievable. What a goal. That was insane. Unbelievable I mean, goal. I hope this one's got video to be on the socials. That was That's well, the thing though, isn't it? Like A goal like that, a goal of that quality, and we'll... Potentially wasn't recorded. We'll not be able to record it, yeah. It went absolutely mad. 11, 11 again. I hope it's not agreed. It's unbelievable. Do you want to describe it for us, Jack? It's just kind of a half volley out of nowhere. It was, it was kind of a, a long ball forward, wasn't it? It was bouncing yeah. over the defender. The defender didn't clear it. And 
Yeah. On his weak foot. What's his name? I think it's Naeem Green. Naeem Green. Uh, gets really high in the air. Absolutely cannoned it with his left leg. Every, all the defenders sort of backed off because he's not the score from there. Goes straight in. Croydon players went absolutely mental jumping on this thing. And Croydon made 2 0 away from home. What a, that was a really, really good goal. See you in the next round. Alex, were we overreacting? No, not at all. That was an unbelievable goal. Right. We will be lucky to see a better goal than that all season. Yeah. And you touched a little bit on that recording. Um, those kind of goals will be lost kind of to the. Yeah. Just as the fans were there, they're not. You know, the BBC wasn't there filming it. Um, and if it was, if someone generally, if someone like Ronaldo did it, it'd be everywhere on all the socials, on every single screen in the world. Um, it was really, really good finish. A brilliant goal, wasn't it? Um, Croydon did pull one back though before half time uh, through a bloke called Zach Answer. Herm Bay pulled one back. Oh, I do this every week. This is going to be a feature. <laughs> yeah, he's always mixed up. I always correct you. Yeah. I like it. I like it as well. Um, yeah, pull one back. So it's two one at half time. Uh, so a little bit on edge, but I think Croydon were the better side. Um, so we went to Warriors, and we actually enjoyed our half time. We did enjoy our time. We uh, we kind of um, referenced it in, in the opening at the start. We bumped into a little thing called the FA Cup, didn't we, Jack? Yes, in our second episode in on the FA Cup, by pure chance, I honestly we did not know it was going to be there. Um, I guess it kind of tours around um, different clubs in the FA Cup. Um, for a charitable donation to take a picture of it which is really cool uh, and it was great uh, kind of really um, it was such a weird little freak accident but a really happy one yeah and we got some lovely photos to get out didn't we yeah. uh, we will post those on our Instagram which is two underscore boys underscore one uh, and you can see all the photos from our trip to Herne Bay and the rest of our journey uh, on that account but back to the game, Jack. Uh, we found it was a pretty lovely club, just like FC Croydon Athletic, isn't it? It's kind of um, family-focused and friendly. It's, you know, there were kids running around. It was in someone's garden. It was gorgeous weather. Yeah, it was lovely. Uh, they had a really cool club shop, um, which was literally just a shed. Uh, but it was just really cool. It's full of old programmes from old games dating back to the 70s, which uh, two football nerds that we are absolutely loved. Um, and yeah, it's just great. It was run by some old bloke. And it, just, it was class. As friendly as it was though, Jack, we, we did find that maybe some of the fans started to take their frustration out on the, on the ref and the opposition players, right? Yeah, uh, which is understandable. I guess we can't be too angry. Uh, they were particularly unkind in one bit of audio we've caught here. Oh. So the ref's getting abused, you hear that? Yeah, the ref is getting the, all game is being abused. A Herne Bay fan, I assume he's a Herne Bay fan. Uh, our fans would have do that. Called the, that called the ref Peter Andre. <laughs> Peter Andre. Which isn't really an insult. <laughs> it's quite, not sure he's calling him anymore. <laughs> Fancies him a bit, is maybe. Peter Andre for Randy, anyway. <laughs> That's a question when we get back to the studio. What <laughs> Peter Andre? Yeah, welcome back to the Peter Andre podcast. Another <laughs> <laughs> episode in the Peter Andre podcast. Favourite Herne Bay versus Favourite hometown of Herne Bay to support his favourite club. That'd be, a, that'd be a nice system, wouldn't it? I wonder if he ever played for Herne Bay. He's quite a footballer, wasn't he? Was he? <laughs> Is he from Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Could be, didn't he? I think he's from Australia. I know nothing about Peter Art. I've learned a lot of things. I know nothing about football. I think you're right, I think he's Australian, yeah. So, this has been useless radio. So, Jack. Can you confirm that Peter Andre is from Herne Bay? He's not. He's from Harrow and he moved to Sydney when he was a boy. Right. Okay. So that's where the confusion came from. Um, and I don't know whether he's a good footballer or not. I assume he is. He looks like a footballer. I think, yeah, I, I guess he's a good footballer. Yeah, I think he probably would be. Yeah. He wasn't the only one on, it wasn't the real Peter Andre, but the ref wasn't the only one getting abused at that game, right? No, sadly not. Um, the Herne Bay fans were merciless. They were picking on one particular ginger bloke. Yeah, I uh, didn't get his name, but one of the Croydon players 
one of the better players actually uh, is Ginger and he was struggling a bit with the sun wasn't it he was pink as they come yeah uh, they kept saying you need factor 50 yeah, which was the funny the first 50. time it was I thought it was, it was a good bit of uh, non-league football banter the kind of thing yeah. you can't but he kept saying it yeah said it like eight times he did keep, keep saying it and even his mates stopped laughing and I think while. ironically the guy was getting redder with embarrassment <laughs> yeah. to add to his sunburn and by the end he was, yeah. he was a kipper I think we're all embarrassed I think yeah. we're all losers in that circle of banter but it was very hot yeah um, the Herne Bay fans did finally cheer up though after they abusing everyone did it was a very long second half where it kind of toiled and you didn't quite know which way it was going to swing I think Croydon had a lot of chances on the counter yep. I think they had they even hit bar and then the keeper made a wonderful save but uh, to an extent Herne Bay held out for the second half and something incredible happened in the 92nd minute Yes, uh, Herne Bay finally equalised. The fans went absolutely insane. I saw one of the managers throw a water bottle. Yes, yeah. absolute scenes. Venga star. Yeah, exactly. It was really, really cool to see that. Um, it's, it's actually a classic football game. An absolute banger, yeah. two all, a last minute sort of goal to seal it. Uh, so good to go and see. And I mean, we are calling the fans through and through. I hate Herne Bay. I want to kill everyone at Herne Bay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I shouldn't have said no, that. Let's not kill everyone in Herne Bay. You're an absolute hooligan, Jack. Yeah, I'm not going to kill everyone on Herne Bay. Let's not um, Bay. But do you know why I'm not going to kill everyone on Herne Bay? It's because they're going to go out in the next round. In the replay. In the replay. Tuesday night under the lights. So, yeah, following that 2-2 draw, we return to Croydon where Herne Bay are now the visitors. Uh, yeah, as you said, looking forward to an evening game. We might not get many of them in the FA Cup. Our first replay, of course. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Are you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, replay is actually really good for non-league sides. Non-league yeah. sides because it just means more money to them. And um, I think Croydon will do it. They seem they did seem the better side. I thought they were the better side. They seem more tactically aware. And I think on the loyal pitch of the, uh, the hallowed turf of the Mayfield Stadium, yeah, I, I back the boys to do it. We'll do it. We'll do them. Uh, very exciting. Do you think that's enough for today? Yeah, I think that's about the end of the pods. We do have one piece of business left to attend to, though. What's that then? Neil Warnock's. Also oh, of course, yeah. yeah, Warnock. Um, Warnock the Warlock. Warnock the Warlock, yeah, it's a nickname, as we just invented there. Um, <laughs> we need to read from his extract from his book. Um, do you have anything in mind, a good little piece of a chapter or a little... Let's have a leaf through. We played United in the middle of November. He came to my office at five past two. The team sheets had been handed in. He picked the television remote up and went straight onto the racing channel. He wanted to know why I hadn't got the pay-per-view racing channels. He had to put it with channel four. He had a glass of water or something. Then he had a cup of tea and a biscuit. He got straight into the biscuits. It got to 20 past two. I nipped into the dressing room to do a couple of bits and bobs while the players were out doing their warm-up. When I went back into my office, Alex was still there. It was 25 to three by that stage. When my lads came back in at quarter to three for me to talk to them, and I was getting a bit edgy. I'm sorry, Alex, I said, but I'm going to have to ask you to fuck off now if you don't mind. He looked up from the racing. Look, I said, if I'd got Ronaldo, Rooney and Giggs in my starting 11, I'd be in here until three o'clock but I have got to go and motivate my lot next door. So you can fuck off now and let me have a few minutes, yeah? What a team United were in that 2006-07 season. And what a manager he's been. He's the guy who sets the standards. There won't be another one like him. I think it's the style of management where he controls everything at the club. It's almost died out now. People like Mourinho who stick around for a few years and then move on. So Alex jumped off his chair and went off with a smile. After the game, he was back in there before five o'clock. He doesn't speak to the BBC and then the written press. So he was the first one back in my office. Rooney scored twice. We lost 2-1. Fuck off. Why does he keep saying fuck off? It's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's like a five-year-old who's just learned to swear. Yeah, it's, that's one of the weirdest chapters because he's not really the star of that. Fergie's the star of that. The 
Fergie doesn't say anything in that. There's no quotes from Fergie. It's just some of this this sort of silent yeah, man sort of winding up Warnock. Quiet character, like a ghost in, in Warnock's office. Yeah, acting that? very erratically as well. He talks about why would Fergie want the pay per view rating channels? Well, I don't know. That's, <laughs> this is what a bizarre chapter. Before a game. My favourite line is he got straight into the biscuits. That, <laughs> yeah, a little. <laughs> a silent Fergie just tucking into yeah, the biscuits, throwing wild bets under the racing. Is that a dig at Fergie's weight? I don't quite understand. My favourite bit, it says he had a glass of water or something. I don't know what else it could have been. <laughs> or oh, it's the vodka tap. Yeah, right. a glass of water or something. It's, uh, it is so partridge, as you said last week. Yeah. It's just name dropping and using big characters to boost his own ego. Yeah, it? it's just a strange, really strange chapter. Um, maybe that, I'm sure that, that did go on. I'm sure it's not a lie, but um, yeah, weird. It's not like we're... With like looking through this book, trying to find chat, we're opening at random pages, and every yeah. page is ridiculous. It's just a, it's really strange interaction between the two of them, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't believe Fergie would act like that. I think Fergie would be very professional. And said he's messing about the racing channel before <laughs> before a game, munching on biscuits, munching on biscuits, and yeah, and then uh, it's and after the game, he's in his office before Warnock is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes right into Warnock's office and sits down and gets the racing back on, and Warnock's doing the press and stuff. I don't, and then Warnock lost. <laughs> like, like taking his child to work. Yeah. He's his biscuits. <laughs> well, I for one can't wait for, for next week's chapter. Yeah, it's been the highlight. Um, I'm absolutely loving this book. Uh, I can't wait to have Warnock's Adventures next. But on that, on that, that was a bombshell. On that bombshell. Definitely. I think it's time to end the pod. I loved it, Jack. See you next week. Always loving it. Yeah, see you next week, mate.